Night Garden. Good morning. It's Friday. Join me on Facebook Live if you can. I haven't done the chefy bit for a few weeks because I think the boys have had other thi- other fish to fry, shall we say. But it's an absolute pleasure to welcome back to the programme our mate, Neil Tomes. And as you see, when you join us on Facebook Live, he's busy working. We have him in his environment. Either that or you can't hear me. How are you? I'm good, man. And you, yeah, no, I was. I was... Uh... I was just catching up on a little admin. He's, I'm he, good. How are you? He, Thank you. I'm great. You're like he's like the um, uh, Franken Doctor Frankenstein chef these days. His, his company has him doing all the experiments on stuff, don't you? And that's what you're doing now. Oh, honestly, it's the best job. It's the best job. Just actually, just being able to uh, have uh, sort of carte blanche to go and buy ingredients and, and make up, <laughs> make yeah, hatch, hatch evil recipes. Anyway, Neil's been on the program for years, so he can come and go as he pleases. Last time we spoke, you were in your kitchen. You were brining and smoking. Well, and I was smoking the stuff. brisket, yeah. So I did a couple, couple of more of those. I'm, uh, we're going to bring out hopefully a special in the next few months for yeah. that. Um, but uh, yeah. Well, today, my, um, today my, he's out and about. You're up in Pacific Place today, aren't you? It actually looks really lovely, but I'm pretty sure it's quite cold. Oh. Well, it's chilly, but it's the sky's beautiful and blue. I mean, this is a great little environment anyway. It's like a nice little sort of... Actually, Neil, I I say you're up in Pacific Place. Um, I'm not far from you. The building behind you, if you look up 47 floors, it's probably me, because that's where I am right now. Why are you there? Oh, I don't know. We we, we have to go into... We go and forecast from different places, because it keeps us interested, you see. I think yes, I'll do Stanley actually, today. I think I've been there. Yeah. Anyway. I think I've been there once before. With, have you got anything uh, to say about interna- no, National Cookie Day in the United States? Bearing in mind you can't brine and smoke them. I just wondered. No, I, well, I think one of the longest standing beef and liberty dishes has been uh, the cookies and cream. Uh, and I think I'm not sure whether it's to do with the cookie or whether it's to do with the fact that you're allowed unlimited amounts of cream. Ah, uh, well, I, as I think, a, as a bloke from Liverpool, combination of both. As a bloke from Liverpool, uh, and not being an American, I guess you can wholeheartedly just put your own stamp on it. What's your advice then? I'm big into there's, there's a, normally a bit of a divide on whether you want some bite or whether you want a chewy cookie. Okay, what do you like? And uh, and I'm a very chewy man. Me too. Yeah, I like a nice soft, little bit of crisp on the bottom where it's been um, on the baking sheet. That's always very nice. And yeah. like, you know, a little bit of crisp on the top, but it's got to like go tender into chewiness. Like when we were kids, you just leave a packet of biscuits open for a week on the table and there you have your Mrs. Oh, Fields. you're just teasing me because <laughs> I'm from Liverpool and we didn't have biscuits. Thank you very much. Did when you nicked them. Anyway, uh, by the way, join us on Facebook Live if you'd like to say hello to Neil or ask him any questions about anything at all. Uh, that's what he's here for. That's what we're here for. Because Christmas just round the corner, people get very interested in cooking, don't they? Anyway, get back to the bickies. What, what are we doing? They do, they do. Okay, so I, I think a couple of tips on the whole biscuit front. Um, apparently, the, uh, the, the way, um, the difference between a hard cookie and a, a chewy cookie. Yep. Um, is obviously the length of time you cook it for to, to a certain extent. But I think that the, the difference is whether you use baking powder or baking soda. Ah. So I've had. <clears throat> um, I've only used baking soda because I'm a chewy fanatic. Mm. Um, and I think uh, the other thing with cookies is, you know, it, it, I don't know if it's counterintuitive, but as a chef, you always like to put a little little, little, little sprinkle of salt in um, 
in in your sweet things as well because it just really helps develop the flavor and bring out those sweet flavors too. I don't know. Does that strike you as being counterintuitive? No, it doesn't because, I mean, again, courtesy of the Americans, I guess, we learned that caramel tastes a little bit better when it's got just a few grains of salt in it. Butterscotch. Yeah, all of that. All of that. Mm. I think. Yeah. I think. I think yeah. it. Um, it really does bring out the flavour. I don't know why. You might. Yeah. And I think you know the great thing about cookies is obviously you know you can just have them, just several of them on on their own. Um, I normally have the the uh, Pavlovian reaction to eating. Not pardon the pardon the um, other dessert points of Pavlova, but I normally um, have to have a glass of milk. If I eat a cookie, it's sort of just it, it's Is it just a thing. Something goes, Mama. something goes off of me. It's <laughs> got to be, it's got to be, got to be a lovely glass of cold milk. Um, um, and uh, I think uh, for me, the 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 I say the key is sort of uh, get the whole get the whole like variance in texture. That must be. But it. I'd say my my I'll I'll, I'll go th- the 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 basically the cookie that we have in um, Beef and Liberty. I say that's been on for. Now, what six years? Yeah. Um, that's it's just it's a very simple recipe. It's made with all-purpose flour. Okay. Uh, it's got a little bit of baking soda. You know, I'll I'll try and put this up on your um the recipe up on 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 if I, if I if I may. You may. On We'd the, love you to. That'd be brilliant. thing, yeah. Up on the Morning Brew Facebook page. And then, yeah. And then um and I think that I I had a little cornstarch to keep things to keep things together and stop them splitting because you got. A lot of butter in there. You got a lot of um, flour. You got a lot of things that could actually separate during the cooking process. And cornstarch helps to sort of bind it all together. Um, and you you can put a pinch of salt in, or you can use a, a salted butter. Yeah. Okay. And then and then and then the other thing is your sugar selection. Now I use like a a, bra- a soft brown sugar, but you, whatever's in your cupboard. That's sugary. You can use, you can use white sugar, muscovado. You can use use whatever. But we're um, following your kind of we're following your technique today, Neil. So probably you said a soft brown. So let's think. Soft, 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 unctuous brown sugar. Yeah. And then um, and I use a uh, I use one egg and hot and, and an egg yolk because I do love that. I enjoy that sort of like richness. Okay. Of the extra egg yolk. And then get yourself a decent vanilla essence or you know have some hopefully it's got some decent extract and i'm not a big fan of the artificial one hey do us a favor here tell me if you get yourself vanilla, yeah, vanilla pods which we can get anywhere more yeah. or less what do we Ooh. do what do we yeah. do with them i mean do we have to wear gloves everything you want to tell us about vanilla pod i do you know what like um if i get a vanilla pod um the first thing i do is i pop it in the microwave oh, yeah. literally for like two or three or four seconds in the microwave mm-hmm. and it just warms it up as you can imagine um, as it is being a microwave and and then it makes the it makes it easier to um, extract the seeds so then you've got you know you've got a nice cutting board I rather lick my fingers later on than wash my hands than wear gloves <laughs> but um, I get a knife and then just slice try and slice all the way down the middle and then that will it's like filleting filleting a, um, a fish like filleting a vanilla bean. And by, by the way, Neil, are these expensive? Can we experiment? Okay, so vanilla pods are probably, I think they're the second most expensive spice in the world. Oh, okay. The actual process of, <laughs> of, of growing vanilla, I mean, it only, 
it grows, it, it's, it's difficult to grow. It doesn't grow in many places in the world. I think one of the, um, Madagascar is one of the, the places. Right. It grows, grows in, in quite hot, yeah. hot, humid countries. Um, there's also another, there's another, uh, uh, species of vanilla pod called bourbon, which is a big, fatter, um, chunkier affair that's actually i think more expensive can we can we we get that here you know there's that big funky shop in the basement where you are i I mean exactly i'm pretty sure you can get them there you can get them in speciality stores all right you know so um yeah you slice in half and then you scrape out what you need Mm -hmm. what you don't need just put back in a ziploc bag and keep in the fridge or even freeze it it's fine just make sure it's sealed and there's no air in it so you don't get any frost frostbite in the the bag and then The, the one, let's say if you're just using half of the pod, scrape out the seeds, add them to your to your batter mix for your cookie. Take that, um, take that the, the the pod itself, and you can do a couple of things with it. You can add it to alcohol, yep. and a little bit of alcohol, and that will that will um, uh, extract the flavour from it. Then you can use it to flavour other dishes. We are talking biscuits, um, still, aren't you, we? We're talking well. We're, Cookies. We're rather. talking. Um, we're talking sort of how to use up the discarded sort of skin, the sheath of the of the vanilla. That you can take that and put that chopper up, put it in a little bit of alcohol, and then you can keep that on in a jar on yourself. It's not going to go bad. And if you need yourself, you know, if you want to add a little bit of funkiness to a um, to a custard or something. You can use it from that, or you can just, if you're not into the alcohol thing, just put it in a bowl, uh, put it in a, a jar of sugar. Things to do with vanilla, yeah. And the sugar, and the sugar will uh, develop. You, you make yourself a vanilla sugar there, so you, and then you can just use that to sprinkle on on your whatever your cornflakes if that if that that gets you going, or on top of your your muffins and stuff. Yep. So that's a couple of things to use with the with the leftovers of the vanilla pod. <clears throat> but now you've scraped it out. You put it in your your, your batter mix, right? And then obviously, um, obviously you've got um, you can decide on on what if you want dark chocolate chips, if you want milk chocolate chips. What do you do? This is all, all about you to today. What would you do? I'm 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 I use butterscotch ones. Yeah. No, I no, I use probably <laughs> the the. I we I get blocks of it in Beef and Liberty. Um, huge big slabs like yay big. Um, that are like that thick. And, and for people listening in black and white, he's got his but hands quite far apart there. He means big. But it's uh, <laughs> in black and white. But it's so, it's just a very ordinary milk chocolate. Got it. But it's delightful. It melts really well in, in the thing. But just jumping back on the whole vanilla thing, vanilla's <laughs> really expensive because, um, like, you have to leave it on the tree to, to, um, to dark, like it has to darken and, and 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 mature, and that I think can take up to like a year or, or or two years in some cases. Right, got it. I could be a little bit wrong with the numbers there, but that's exactly you know it's difficult to grow in environments, and also you have to leave it there to to ripen and 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 and, and, um, and become really uh, usable, and that's why it's so expensive. The, the the most expensive is saffron, and the reason why is that it's a little. The little, tiny. I think it's got a stamen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, out of, yeah, I think there's two or something or four in each little yeah. um, it's, it's um, nice. flower. So that's. I would say, uh, you know, when you go to Bangkok sometimes, or used to go to Bangkok, and there were bags of this stuff on the street, yeah. I'd say two plus two says it's fake because it's really cheap. Are we talking about saffron? Yeah. 
you know. It's, yeah, but, I'm not sure. I mean, I think you can get lower quality varieties maybe, of it. Maybe. Hey, I'm just reading about vanilla as you're talking, Neil. Here, so yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Madagascar, obviously, but they're also talking. Am I talking rubbish? No, you're talking brilliant. <laughs> Madagascar, Mexico, Tahiti, Uganda, and Indonesia. Yeah. So I guess that wouldn't be quite as much because it's nearby. Yeah, no, I figure, and I think it's once again Tahitian, Tahitian, and Madagascan are two of the renowned places. So ah. I guess, I mean, you know, if some, you know, what um, entrepreneurs are like, if they can find a way of producing something somewhere else mm. at a cheap cost, we're going to try and do it. But I, <laughs> at the end of the day, I think I, I don't think you're going to get many chefs arguing that the best, you know, the best um, vanilla comes from from you know, Tahiti or, or Madagascar. Yeah, no worries. Let's get back so, and finish this cookie because if anybody's OCD listening, they're going to be going bananas by now. <laughs> no, but there's no bananas in it, mate. Um, okay, so you're basically going to whisk the flour and the and the, uh, the corn starch together with the, the the salt. Yep. And that's your dry ingredient. So you put that, keep that on on the side, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then you're going to get all the wet ingredients together. You're going to melt the butter, mix it in with the with the sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, make sure there's no lumps. Whisk in the eggs, you know, and then get the vanilla. Vanilla now, now vanilla clumps up. It's you know it's these quite moist, wet little tiny, tiny, tiny seeds. Yeah. My my daughter used to call it when I used to make her like a chantilly cream, which is vanilla, cream and sugar, icing sugar whipped up. She used to call it black dotty cream. Which is basically correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've always wanted to put that on the menu. Okay, so yeah, make sure you whisk that, whisk the, um, get the the, the vanilla all, all broken up, and then basically you're just gonna fold those two ingredients, the dry ingredients with the wet ingredients, mm-hmm. fold them together in, until it's combined, and then um, you can. Um, what I do in in Beef and Liberty is I sort of I, I put out a layer. I put out a <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I put out a layer layer first, and then I put my chocolate on top okay. of that layer, and then I put another layer on top. All right. So so it's a sort of you know chocolate surprise. You don't get like the chocolate bits on the top. You get like a nice sort of cracked up surface when you cook it. But then when you go in, you have got these little pools of of magical sort of um, milk chocolate. It sounds wonderful so far. And you know it, it really it really it, you know. Like a not not a super hot oven, maybe one sixty, one sixty five, and then you um you can bake it for like I don't know, ten to fifteen minutes, depending on how. If you've layered it up, yep. then you need a little longer. But if you make them into little balls, and then you know add your chocolate bits and mm-hmm. then make them into little balls, they'll flatten out in the um in the oven, and they'll only take you know maybe eight minutes or something like that. Right, just to wrap but, up uh, when they come out. What's the leaving time? What do you do so they don't get soggy or too dry? Or what's the deal? Because they're perfect. It sounds wonderful so far. Well, as soon as you can eat them, you eat them. Fair play. I guess. Get it down. And, yeah. and talking about, the, just, just, to, just to go on a little bit about what I was, I was mentioning before, like you can just eat them as they are with a glass of cold milk. <laughs> or yep. you, can, you, can basically, um, you can basically, you know, get a nice scoop of ice cream and stick it in between two. Or you can put, you can layer them with whatever you want. You can drizzle them with butterscotch, sprinkle icing sugar over it. Fantastic thing. Hey, 
Brilliant. I had no idea we were going to be going here this morning. I just got a text from Rick. He says, can I have my hubcaps back? If, if you don't know what we're on about, it's a, <laughs> it's a livable thing anyway. At least he loves you. Um, thanks, Neil. I, knew, I didn't know we'd be doing cookies today, but I'm so glad we did. I'll catch up with you in the next week or two. Thanks, mate, for your time. Okay, okay, my friend. Really appreciate it. That's Chef Neil Tomes right here on The Morning Brew. So let's get on with the track, and the news is on the way very soon.